beautiful. You are listening to More Than a Crown, where you will learn, feel understood, and be encouraged alongside believer, child advocate, ice cream connoisseur, and former Miss USA, Sarah Rose Summers. Hey guys, Sarah Rose Summers here with More Than a Crown podcast. So excited to be filming live so you can see our energy. (laughs) I have such a sweet friend that we are interviewing with today, Courtney Lynn Smiths. Not only did she and I compete at Miss Teen USA 2012 together, (laughs) but she is your current Miss Virginia USA, as well as a Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Sweet 16 member. And she'll tell you a little bit more about that in a little bit. And thank you for her service as she is a woman in the U.S. Army. Yes. (laughs) Welcome, Courtney. Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. And this is just such an amazing city. It's my first time really exploring. So it's been absolutely incredible so far. (laughs) Yes. Well, I know you've lived in a lot of places. Mm -hmm. So here you are in New York. It's one of your first times. Where are you based now? What's your day-to-day looking like? Um, So I moved to Virginia last year. I live with my mom and my grandma. Um, so just three crazy ladies in a house, basically. It's so, <laughs> so fun. Um, I'm stationed um, in Maryland, White Plains, Maryland. Um, I'm in the Army Reserve, so I don't do it every single day. But actually, when I get home tomorrow, I have to wake up the next morning and go in for Army training. So um, it's basically I just train. I help take care of my grandmother and um just kind of figuring out life, what I'm going to do now after Miss USA. Right. Yeah. Next steps, right? So yeah. tell me summer of 2019 mm-hmm. has been, I'm sure, a whirlwind for <laughs> yes. you. I'm so proud of everything you've Thank done. You. So share with our listeners everything about you. What's yeah. summer been like? So um, last November is when I won the title of Miss Virginia. So that was very crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it was awesome. And then so that up to that, um, just planning Miss USA stuff, trying to get everything together. And then Went to Miss USA, which was, as you know, absolutely crazy. Um, <laughs> and it was so much fun, but um, it was it was a great experience, and I just like had the time of my life. I I know that the girls that I competed with are going to be my friends forever. So that's been probably one of the best things is knowing that I have you know, 50 bridesmaids standing behind me. <laughs> that's <laughs> you're surpassing me with that number. <laughs> quite a big party. Um, but yeah, after Miss USA, I came back and um, I. Originally hadn't thought about modeling full time for a while. Um, I was just going to stick with the army, go to school, um, and maybe get a government job or something. And then after Miss USA, I was like, you know what? If I'm going to go, I'm going to go full out and just like you know do it now or never. Um, so I decided to go try out for Sports Illustrated, and um, all together between video entries and the open casting call and everything they said that it was about eight thousand girls that submitted wow so they narrowed it down to 68 i went with um probably seven or eight other miss usa girls so we went to miami for the weekend together it was so much fun um they narrowed it down to 60 and three of us made it from our class so what does that look like you said you went to miami Mm -hmm. to do what exactly yeah so the open casting is basically um girls line up Starting at, I think two of the girls said that they got there like the night before and slept on the street. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, like it's, okay. it's a serious, like these girls do not play. Um, <laughs> I, we got there at four o'clock that morning um, and the doors didn't open till eight, but we didn't want to be very back of the oh line. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. Um, and then, so we did that. We got out of there by like 10 and then you just have to wait for like an email or a text to see if you make the top 60. So we like went eight, we just like, 
went to sleep. We went and worked out. We were trying to distract ourselves all day. Um, and then that evening is when we started getting the, te- getting the text messages. Um, oh, my goodness. So three of us, it was me, uh, Miss Alabama, Hannah, and then Miss Ohio, Alice, made it into the top 60. So, yes, the next day we went in and we did um, – question and answer like panel interviews with the current rookies and um, Olivia Culpo was there and it was just very cool like being in the presence of mm-hmm. greatness like that and <laughs> MJ was there um, and then we did a photo shoot with Yutsai, um, which was mind-blowing it was like 10 shots but by the end of it you were like okay I'm I am Tyra Banks now like <laughs> I feel so, so good about empowering. myself yeah it was awesome. amazing so, and was that individual did you do it with all 60 no it was individual yeah, it was just Bless. like a plain backdrop. And he was like, all right, stand there and look pretty. And we were like, okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> I can do that. So we did that. And then um, MJ came around and like looked at like our options for the pictures. And that's when we kind of did like our second little interview with oh her. Um, and we got to talk to her for a few minutes. And then she picked our final picture that has been going up on their website and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, and then after all of that happened, we – basically all sat out in the hallway for like three hours while they deliberated to see who made the top 17 and then brought us all back into a room <laughs> and they it was like it was like top model type thing they had your picture and like if they held your picture up then you made it oh. and honestly I think I blacked out when they said my name so oh. I don't remember much of it um but I do rem- I was like the 14th girl called so oh yeah you were on the edge of your yes. seat. Yes, yeah. I'm so happy for you. And it's so unique that you got to do that experience mm-hmm. with your Miss USA sisters. Oh, it was amazing. I don't think I it, – it would not have been the same without them for mm-hmm. sure. And um, just like knowing that those girls are so supportive. Like I made so many friends from the top 60, but I had my two girls with me too. So like we were going through all of it together and it was so cool. Absolutely. So flipping back for a second, mm-hmm. when you went to Miss USA, mm-hmm. what was your goal going in? My goal, I mean, I think every girl goes in there wanting to win Miss USA, obviously, but um, I think my goal was to see how much I could figure out about myself as a person. I had a lot of growing to still do, um, and I, I found out a lot about myself through the journey of, like, getting to Miss USA, but um, while I was there, it was that was, like, a very... It could it can make or break you. I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. you can either let the pressure get to you or you can make the best of it and just, like, have the greatest time of your life, and so that's kind of how I went in there, just, like, knowing what my chances were. So I was going to make the best of the moments that I had with those girls and like through that whole experience. So such a good mindset. Yeah. And it's hard to genuinely have that and mm-hmm. have like peace about it. Mm-hmm. Right. I think you can say, oh, I want to win, obviously, but yeah. I'm here to grow and here to be better. But at the end of the day, you leave. Mm-hmm. And that was such a big goal. How was it leaving emotionally? How were you? Um, I was very at peace with everything that happened. I think so nice. Yeah, by the time I left, I had kind of decided that modeling is where I want to go with my life now. So I knew that even without the crown, I could um, really pursue that at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. Like, I want to end up in New York no matter what at this point. So, um, (laughs) and I was so happy, like, that Chesley (laughs) won. Like, it was just such a great um, ending to everything. And I think. My class, I I don't know about other classes before us, but I think we all kind of had the same mindset that we knew that one girl was going to walk away with it. So we wanted to, you know, build those relationships with each other. That way we could be genuinely happy for whoever won. And there was no, like, Mm -hmm. worrying or anything like that. Like, we're all so excited to go to Miss Universe to watch Chesley. We know she's going to kill it. So it's very – it was very cool. That is so special. I had a few of my Miss USA sisters come all the way out to Bangkok, Thailand when I competed at Universe. Yes. And that's just – 
it's not normal, you know? No, not all not. classes are like that. And it was such an honor. Mm-hmm. I obviously was very busy, so I didn't get yeah. to see them much. <laughs> yeah. But I know they had fun and they saw yeah. my family. Mm-hmm. And so that means so much. Yeah, How was everyone when you made the Sweet 17? Oh, my God. It was it was amazing. I mean, I have – we have a group meet going. So all of us are in yes. this giant group message, obviously. Of course. It was just nonstop. The, you know, the congratulations. They were so excited. Um some some of them called me crying like Miss Texas Alea um her and I have gotten so so close over the past few months she's so sweet we went to Mexico together right before oh. Miami so <laughs> for fun so, yeah I yeah. love that I, yeah it was a great time um she called me just like absolutely sobbing and I was like I don't know what you're saying you don't know what I'm saying but <laughs> this is great I love you <laughs> so Aww. yeah that's wonderful yeah, did she go out for it as well she did not she had to go okay. home and go back to work and everything but yeah it was just, oh my God, it was the support, <laughs> the support from these girls is unreal. Like no matter what you do, you can eat your breakfast and they're like, yes, girl, you get it. You go girlfriend. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, go. I got it. You got it <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> and that's what I feel like so many people don't talk about mm-hmm. or people that aren't in the pageant world, they don't see it. Yeah. Um, did you feel that same support and, you know, sense of camaraderie in SI? I, yeah, I definitely think so. Especially with SI, there's such like a um, variation of girls that try out. And so like our top 17, we have plus size. We have a 55-year-old woman. Her name is Kathy. She's absolutely incredible and just I didn't know it. that. Yeah, she's a full-time working model out in LA still. And so Heck yeah. Yeah, there's um, DJ. She is in a wheelchair. And there's just like such a cool variation of different types of girls mm-hmm. coming together. And so I think we're so – it's so easy to genuinely support each and every one of them because everybody has something cool going on in their lives all the time. So And it's so awesome to – I'm sure for you be a part of SI that mm-hmm. is all about that inclusivity and mm-hmm. diversity. Yes. That's huge. Yeah. And you get to be a part of that. Yes, I do. How I'm so excited. Bonkers. It's the coolest thing ever. Just to see how it all unfolds and like see all of these women like so incredibly supportive of each other because it's so hard to find sometimes mm-hmm. to find a good group of women to just sit there and be like, you know, we all want each other to succeed equally no matter what. So absolutely. Yeah. So when you were at the casting call. Mm-hmm. What was your main message that you were trying to get across? Because it's it's more than just the photos. You said mm-hmm. you had those interviews. Yeah. What about you was were you trying to portray? Um, I think I I really want to break down that barrier that femininity and being kind of cool and like having a cool job and um, they're not mutually exclusive anymore you don't have to be smart or pretty you can be both yes Um, so that was my that was my main (laughs) message was to I really just want to show younger girls that you know you can be in the army and you can be a full-time model and you can Mm. be very good at both of them Um, and it's not easy all the time but you can do it if you like really really want this to work for you then you just got to make it happen and not Mm -hmm. listen to anybody who tells you you can't so that's awesome. So. so I know about your military family, <laughs> mm-hmm. but tell our listeners, tell our viewers about your family traditions in the military. Yes. So I am a fifth generation soldier. I am in the Army Reserve. Mm. Um, my my great grandparents, they were all in, but my my dad, my stepmom, my mom were all in the military. My stepmom was an Air Force pilot. Um, my mom was in the Army. She was an interrogator. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I did not That's get awesome. away with anything growing up. <laughs> For real. Um, and, and my dad, um, he was in special forces. Um, and then my brother is active duty army as well. Um, so it's, I grew up in the culture. It's a very, it's 
how where I feel most at home. Um, mm-hmm. I never thought that I would join the military. Interesting. Yeah, I never did. Um, but my senior year of high school, I was in high school ROTC, but I was I didn't really know like what I wanted to do with my life yet. So um, I was just trying to figure that out. And I went and talked to a recruiter. And my my parents really wanted me to go in the Air Force. Like they mm-hmm. were like, if you're gonna do anything, just go in the Air Force. It'll be great. It's you know it's okay. But it's, yeah, it's just like a that's just what they wanted me to do. And then so I went and talked to an army recruiter and um, didn't <laughs> exactly tell them that I was going. Oh and my I, gosh. And I was 17. So my parents had to sign off on it. Um, and so I like sent them the paperwork and I was like, Hey, by the way, like I leave in July. <laughs> I just oh need gosh. you to sign on the dotted line for me. And so they, they were supportive. They were a little shocked, but they were very supportive at the end of the day. Okay. And, um, they, they love it. I mean, they're very proud of me. My dad, obviously, mm-hmm. every day he calls me, he's like, you're not deploying, are you? Like, oh. not, I don't want that to happen. But they're very supportive. Um, and they just, like, they love seeing how our family works now because this, like, the modeling thing and pageants are what they mm-hmm. were expecting me to do with the rest of my life. <laughs> and um, now that I'm doing this you as well. You can do both. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. just very proud. So. so your dad calls you hoping you're not deploying. Yes. Is that is that <laughs> possible for you? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a possibility. I mean, um, things are obviously dying down a little bit on that side of the military, but um, it's always a possibility. We always mm. have deployments going on. Uh, I'm a psychological operations specialist, so uh, my deployments aren't necessarily, you know, frontline going out in the middle of Afghanistan, but um, they're, they're definitely there. And I, I hope that I do deploy one day just so I have that experience and I can um, really, you know, use my career to the best of my ability. Um, but we'll see what happens. I don't know yet. Wow. So <laughs> so within your family, as well as your colleagues, mm-hmm. your fellow service men and women, mm-hmm. how did they receive you going out for Miss USA and mm-hmm. SI Swimsuit? So my family um, always been very supportive. I since I, this is like a 16 year dream for Miss USA. So they mm-hmm. were very excited. Um, my, my older brother is my absolute biggest fan. So <laughs> he was so pumped the whole, he calls me all the time, just like getting <laughs> updates and all this stuff. And he's, he's not really like into the whole pageantry thing, but he's just like the most supportive big brother that you could possibly Was he want. able to be there? He was. Yeah. Oh, they, they so gave him special. time off. Yeah. It was very cool. And he actually ended up marrying my best friend a few years ago. So oh. they, they came, they brought my little nephew. Oh my gosh. The love of my life. He turns a year old in two weeks and I'm oh. not prepared for that. But, um, <laughs> um, so they all got to come out. They've just been absolutely amazing. And then my, um, my army family, um, I think it was a little bit of a shock to them at first because when I go in for army training, I don't wear makeup. I don't. Right. I don't look like this. Um, <laughs> so when I told them, um, I, when I transferred to this new unit, um, and they found out that I was competing for Miss Virginia, they were like, "Wait, what? <laughs> like we don't we don't get it." Um, and then after I won, they were so excited. Um, and you know, they they get a lot out of it as well. They get publicity out of it. They you know mm. they get to see. Um, how this whole side works. And the Army Reserve is very cool because they encourage you so much to do stuff outside of the Army. You don't have to just be a soldier. Right. Um, so they were very excited for that. And then once I went out for SI, they... I think they all had heart attacks because I work with mostly men, obviously. And so they naturally, were, yes. yeah, they were like, um, so can we meet Olivia Culpo and ah! Banks and Kate Upton? And I was like, okay, but I need to meet them first. And so. are you going to get all of us copies? Yeah, exactly. Of the yeah. Issue? <laughs> so. so what about, I know as Miss USA, a lot of naysayers would say like, oh, it's 
pageantry is outdated mm-hmm. and you know the me too movement era and we're all about female empowerment mm-hmm. and how is how is that relevant today what do you say do you have service women that thought that about especially supermodels yeah yeah so being, i being um, a model yeah <laughs> i there's been a few um obviously there's going to be a few in every bunch but um for the most part, it's been like overwhelmingly like the women that I work with have been so supportive because mm-hmm. they think it's they just think it's a very cool thing, especially with SI. Like I said, it's such an inclusive group to be a part of. Like they right. just love seeing how the industry is changing and they like knowing that they like knowing somebody on the inside who can really explain stuff like that. Um, my the commander, my like big, big boss, um, She after I won Miss Virginia, she started writing me letters like actual and usually like with the chain of command, you know, that doesn't really happen, but she's just been so incredibly supportive. Oh, that's um, awesome. And she writes, she writes me little, very sweet little cards, just like mm-hmm. encouragement, encouragement. And it's just been, uh, that's probably been one of my favorite parts is like getting to work with my military family and stuff like this, because they just love it so much. Right. So. Which you'd never, you'd never know. Right. 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 How cool. So did you have the chance to actually sit down with any of those women that you got to kind of prove wrong? Um, yeah, I mean, those conversations are the best. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) So I think the ones that weren't expecting me to go as far as I have, um, you don't really, there aren't really words to say, you know, hey, I did it and I'm proving you wrong. You just kind of have to (laughs) let your actions speak for you. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of been my biggest thing is, um, not, not, you know, being gloaty about everything that's going on, Mm -hmm. but, um, just, you know, sitting down with them and saying, you know, if I can do this, you can do it too. Like, I don't know if it's jealousy or you're just like, you don't think Mm -hmm. it's cool or whatever, but, um, there's, there's a whole world outside of the military that needs to be explored. And I think that everybody should be doing it. So, and having the opportunity to, like you said, with that shoot, that was what, 10 shots. Mm -hmm. And you felt like a million dollars after the fact. I wish that every woman could feel like that mm-hmm. at some point in her life. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's and it's it's something like you said, something that every every single female needs to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's on your wedding day, your senior pictures, you know, just going out and having fun with your friends. At some point in your life, you need to feel like you are the queen of the world because <laughs> it's a great feeling and it kind of pushes you to be better than what you were yesterday. So mm-hmm. um that's something that definitely needs to be felt by everybody at some point. So feeling like you're the queen of the world, have you had any low days between since then and now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's hard. You don't wake up every day and you're like, I'm awesome. Like sometimes you wake up and you're like, I don't want to get out of bed today. Like, And a lot of people don't see that. Yeah. So that's that's why it's so important to me to talk about because Mm -hmm. especially with social media or like you said, you've met all those amazing people Mm -hmm. in that interview. I would have never thought yeah. That you had those low times. So yeah. what do you do on those days to kind of pick yourself back up? Um, so when I moved to Virginia, I got into kickboxing, um, hence my hands right now. So <laughs> She um, literally has yeah, scabbed over I'm knuckles. Um, so Amazing. I started doing that. I go there almost every single day. And so my UFC family has I mean, they've just been there since mm. I moved. And moving was probably one of the hardest things I've done because I grew up in Georgia. I left my my friends, I left everything that I'd known growing up. Mm. I picked it up within two weeks and moved. And I just wasn't, I didn't know anybody. I was post graduation, right? I still haven't graduated. Oh, yeah. What? So I transferred. Um, and so now I didn't know anybody. I was by myself. I had my mom and my grandma, but it's not the same. You don't, you can't just go across the street to your girlfriend's house right. and like have dinner or something. Um, and making so, friends as an adult is different. 
Very different. <laughs> Very different. You can't just like go up to somebody on the park, yeah. at the park and be like, yeah. let's be friends. Yeah, you want to go to dinner? Um, <laughs> so doing that um, was probably one of the hardest things. And then once I joined the gym, um, I started making friends there and it was great. Um, but you're right. People don't see the darker days. I mm. think having my group of girlfriends from back home and from SI and from Miss USA has been like one of the most empowering things because I have that close circle of, of females that I need if I have a bad day. Like, I don't feel great about myself today. Ladies are like, all right, well, let's fix it. Mm. You know, there's always somebody there for me to talk to. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I still have my mom with me. My mom absolutely is my best friend. So I talk to her about everything too, which has been great. That's so nice. Does she travel with you? She does when she can. Um, I actually, so for Sports Illustrated, after I made the top 17, we got to walk in their show the next night. Um, which was mind insane. blowing. Yeah, you which, looked fabulous. Thank you. <laughs> which was very. Where can cool. they look up the videos? Um, there's a couple on my Instagram. Um, go to the Sports Illustrated Instagram has them all on there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really wanted my mom there, and so the morning of the show, I called her and I was like, "Can you be at the airport in an hour? <laughs> I just bought you a ticket, so ah, I flew her down there. Um, so yeah, fun. and one of our friends picked her up at the airport, and they came to the show. So like the last minute stuff, I think stresses her out just a little <laughs> bit, but um, she absolutely loves it. She thinks it's the coolest thing. So oh, yeah, so proud. Yeah, I'm she sure is. she was just absolutely. glowing. Yes. Did you see her when you were walking? I did after? see her a little bit, and it was actually kind of cool. So the second outfit that I wore for the show. Um, the designer was in the audience okay. and when I came out my mom overheard somebody saying oh my god that's my swimsuit on the stage my mom turned around and she was like oh my god that's my daughter <laughs> so that's my daughter actually, on the stage in your swimsuit yes, on the stage yes. in Miami so, right now <laughs> right at the second so she actually they became very fast friends obviously so and sweet. so I've become friends with the designer and they ended up sending me their entire line of swimsuits and it Casual. was just like the connection that came out of that was very mm-hmm. cool um but yeah, I could see them. And it was over a pool. So I was like trying not to fall. And I was also like shaking. I was like, oh my God, I'm on Sports Illustrated right now. It was um, awesome. You looked fabulous. Thank you. And I didn't know that you were nervous. I was all. so nervous. I've watched them all. I was like, I'm walking out two people behind like Halima. Are you kidding me? How do I how do I top this? But no. it was just very cool. It and we can't cool. think like that. No, you can't. You know? No, we're you just got to go out there. Individual exactly. Person. Exactly. Not compared to the next. Yeah. Not compared to the last. Yeah. Can't do it. That's yeah. hard though. It is hard. Especially in the world mm-hmm. we're in. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Yeah. How do so. you stop yourself from doing that? Um, I I really just have to think about like everything that I've accomplished this year. And I have to um MJ Day actually told us she was like, if you if there's somebody in the room that's exactly like you, you're in the wrong room. You need mm. to be the one in the room setting the trends. You need to be the one in the room empowering everybody to be their own individual person so that everybody can feel great about themselves. Yes. But at the same time, just like breaking down barriers and breaking those glass ceilings so that everybody Everybody has the opportunity to do everything that they possibly are meant to do on this earth. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Now, for listeners or viewers that don't know who MJ Day is, you've mentioned her multiple times. Yes, tell them. Um, MJ runs Sports Illustrated swimsuits, so she's like the the head lady in charge. Um, the lady, and she is the most incredible person I have ever met. Really? Yes. I mean, she's like so. She's been married for fifteen years, which you would ne- I would never know that. Um, <laughs> but she's just so cool cuz she she lets her she lets her speak for herself. She doesn't rely on her on her husband. She has children too. Mm-hmm. Um and they're obviously so supportive of this whole journey that she is on. Um but she 
is the epitome of female empowerment. And it's very right. cool to be in a room with her and hear her speak because she is the one breaking down the glass ceilings and all of that stuff. So um, she runs the whole show. And um, <laughs> it's, it's very cool to see. That's fantastic. Yeah. And as it should be, right? Like mm-hmm. Sports Illustrated Swimsuit should be run by mm-hmm. a woman. Exactly. That's fabulous. It's very cool. And after the show, she... Um, we were doing like a little film thing and she looked at us and she was like, ladies, we changed the world tonight just a little oh. bit. And it was like, did it was cry? a very, oh yeah, it was very emotional. Oh, I, was like, I was like, oh my God, we did. Because oh. you don't see that. You don't see a runway full of plus size models, models in wheelchairs, models that are 55 years old, you know, mm-hmm. models that have been told no over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. We all got to walk in the biggest show in Miami. So that was like a game changer for some of these girls. And it was very cool to see it happen. And for you, yes, you're not a plus size. Yes, you're not in a wheelchair, but you're a military woman Mm -hmm. whose big goal was Miss USA. Mm -hmm. And remind me, we didn't place, right? No. And then to go and be a part of a world changing, culture changing Mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I get the chills. Just I know. I just got that. them too. Right? <laughs> it was. It's very cool, and it, it was hard after Miss USA saying, you know, I did not place in the top fifteen. But at the end of the day, there is one winner. Whether you got first runner up or you placed fifty first, like you, if you don't have the crown on your head, then what do you do next? Mm-hmm. You know, there there has to be a next after that. And right. so um, I think sometimes girls forget about the next because they're so focused on getting to be Miss USA, you know? Um, Absolutely. You get fixated, right? You have your blinders on because you want to achieve that goal, which is huge and great, but But what happens if that does not become a reality for you is that you have to have something next. Um, And what happens if it does? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It did for me. And then the year it happens and then just as quickly it it unhappens, Mm -hmm. right? It crowned the new one. It crowned Chesley. Yeah. And so that's the same mindset. Exactly. So- you're right. Even if you do win, you have to have a next. And so I, that's just, I think some girls forget about that. And so um, that was interesting to figure out what my next was going to be. And I'm really glad it, it went the way it did. Right. Um, um, but it's been it's been an interesting journey for sure. Mm-hmm. I, would, I think that would be a good word for it. You had such an amazing summer. Mm-hmm. But now tell us, like, what's next for you? What's the next big journey that you're venturing into? So in the past few days, oh. I've just... I've fallen in love with this city, and I have decided that I am moving to New York City this winter. Oh, my gosh. In the last few days. Yeah. This is fantastic. The good thing about this season of my life is that I I don't have a whole lot of ties anywhere. So once I figure out what I want to do, I can kind of just pick up and go. Yes. I'm finishing school online, so that's kind of an easy transition to go anywhere. Um, My unit is so supportive. There's a unit that does the same job that I do now up here so I can transfer here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, and even if I, have you told them about this new idea yet? No, not yet, (laughs) but they're going to be, they're going to be so excited. Even if I don't get to transfer, it's a three hour train ride home. So wonderful. Yeah. It's not, it's not too bad. Um, but I really just want to move to New York and like do this full time because Mm -hmm. this is, this is like, I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. So just at home. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So have you gotten lost yet? Oh yeah. I got lost coming here. <laughs> what about have you navigated the subway? Uh, 
No yet? Not no, yet? No. Oh, girl, we got to get you a subway card. Okay. Yeah. It's a game changer. Okay. I've I've gotten good about the taxi thing. Okay. I don't take Ubers anymore. You don't? No. I've See? taken taxi. The taxis are cheaper here. I did not know that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So once I figure out the little streets, I can It depends sit. where you go. Yeah. And what time of day it is, mm-hmm. right? So if you're going to sit in traffic, yeah. your taxi meter is going to go up, 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 up. Yeah. Whereas if you get an Uber or a Lyft, it's like it's a the fixated. Set rate. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll learn. Yeah. I, once I figure out the subway, I feel like that's going to be so much easier. <laughs> oh, my gosh, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, being from Nebraska, are like, why are you living in New York City? And I'm like, <laughs> I love the public transportation. Yes. I love that you can go anywhere, mm-hmm. do anything, see anyone yeah. fast. Yeah, like exactly. That's what area. I live right outside of D.C. So the public transportation in D.C. is like off the charts. It's the coolest really? thing. Really? And it's so, so much easier than the subway. So I think that's... That okay. little transition is going to be interesting for me. <laughs> no, you'll get it. And depending on where you end up with an apartment, mm-hmm. you'll you'll learn like which ones are closer to you mm-hmm. and how you can navigate. You'll be great. Okay. All right. I think <laughs> I, I got on the wrong direction. Like I was supposed to go downtown and I went uptown once. Okay. And then you learn. Yeah. Learn by experience. For sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some crazy people on the subway. Mm-hmm. There's some account you can follow that's like the crazy creatures of New York subway. <laughs> I love that. I, I don't definitely need to find it. I've been told about that's it. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to follow that. I see it yeah, every day. Yeah, <laughs> I see it every single day when I get on the subway. It's fine. Seriously. <laughs> so I am so proud of you. Thank and you. one other thing that really inspired me to invite you on this podcast and just support you in every step of your way in these dreams was your transformation story. And you posted freely and openly mm-hmm. about it. Was that right before Miss USA or right after? It was right after. It was like, I think it was right before I went to Miami for Sports Illustrated. Just for the record, mm-hmm. I've looked you up multiple times to show people that. <laughs> the swipe, I'm like, swipe through, swipe through, see her before. And then like, look at her in uniform and then look at her in this like glamorous <laughs> swimsuit shot. Yeah, it, it, that journey um, by far was one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. Um, I never once in my life thought I was fat or overweight or Good. ugly or anything, right? Um, because there's, I was healthy. I was, I was doing, you know, I was in college. I was a college student having fun mm-hmm. with my friends. I was trying to figure out how to cook and stuff on my own for the yeah. first time. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the issue. But um, something that I was tired of was getting winded walking up a set of stairs. That's mm. something that I, once I started realizing that in my head, I was like, something has to change. Like I'm in my early 20s, there's no reason for me to be feeling like this all the time. So once I moved to Virginia and like kind of started thinking about competing for Miss USA, um, I found Craig Hughes and he life changer. I mean, mm. he's just been like the most supportive, incredible coach. He's not just a trainer. He's with you like in every step of your life to oh, make me. sure. Yeah. So it's not just, it's not just about like the physical aspect for him. It's like, you have to make sure you're healthy mentally too. Amen. Yes. And Amen. so he was a huge, huge help for me in that. Um, I ended up losing a little over 60 pounds and um that was <laughs> mind blowing it was crazy um even looking at the photos that does not look like 60 it looks I know. like maybe 20 i know it's it's crazy to think about um, how tall are you 61 so it distributes very differently <laughs> <laughs> yes that's that's the thing is that it didn't look that's like 60 that's the kicker yeah um but it was i just feel so much better knowing and i'm in such a a much better like headspace um since i've done that i just like I would look in the mirror and I I wasn't 
completely happy with who I was. And then once I started doing this, I changed my entire lifestyle. Um, I started eating healthier. My mom and my grandma are eating healthier with me. Um, and I actually started writing a cookbook because I I was determined to figure out how, Look to, at that. how to eat the things that I wanted to eat, but do it in a healthier way, you know, like try to change recipes to cauliflower rice instead of regular rice or something like that um so i'm working on that right now um look at you and yeah. all these little ventures yes. you've got a lot so, of different baskets you have going i do on. i do a lot of baskets what's your timeline looking like for that do you know yet um i don't it's kind of a work in progress i don't really have like a set when you move to thing. new york will you come cook at the apartment yes of course or i'll come to yours okay or we can, can do both. <laughs> we can trade off. Yes. <laughs> um, so I'm just like very excited about that. I love to cook. Um, and that's just been, that was one of the biggest helps I think was being able to get in the kitchen and feel comfortable mm-hmm. um, with what I was making and like knowing that I was putting something in my body that wasn't going to make me feel like crap later. So yes. And that's great. so true, right? Mm-hmm. Like you eat these packaged things and yes, it's easy, but you have to like focus on how it makes you mm-hmm. feel. Yeah. For me, I'm totally a stress eater. Mm-hmm. I am so, too. <laughs> really? Yes. Don't you love hate those people yes. that are like, oh, I lose weight when I'm stressed. I'm like, great. Congratulations. <laughs> I didn't get that name. <laughs> no, not, not at all. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of those like stress eating mm-hmm. moments, you have to be like, okay, how do I feel right now? Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm not going to do this again. Yeah. How am I going to feel when I wake up and go to the gym tomorrow? And not want you're not gonna want yeah. to because you're lethargic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to get out of bed because I just ate twenty bags of potato chips, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which I still do sometimes. But you know, balance, <laughs> balance, exactly. It's seriously all about balance. It really, really is. In it order really to is. have that healthy mental mm-hmm. space, mm-hmm. you can't like fully restrict yourself. From exactly. Anything. Yeah. No, I still go out to dinner with my friends, and I still, you know, I I still eat what I want to eat, but for the majority of the time, I eat very well, and I yeah. I you know, I feel good about myself. You know, Mm -hmm. I like waking up in the morning and having the energy to go to the gym and not like get winded walking into the gym. So (laughs) that was, I think that this whole journey of being healthy again was like the biggest, biggest reward out of all of this past year. So, Mm -hmm. well, I'm in a five-story walk up now in New York. (laughs) And I don't know if you knew that. I don't have an elevator (laughs) and I'm winded every single time. I don't think that that's ever going to change. I don't though. think so. So I went, I went somewhere the other, I went to a store the other day, and it was like five flights of stairs. And I walked up, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is really hard." I yes. had my, I had my suitcase with me too. Oh, and so I was like carrying oh, like yeah. a sixty pound suitcase up all of these stairs because I obviously couldn't leave it down there. And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, well, this is what's happening." Yeah, I know. So I was like sweating. I walked into the store, and she was like, "Ma'am, are you okay?" I was like, "No." Yes, but not really. I'm not also. okay. Don't look at my back. I'm probably yeah. sweaty. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited for you to move. Thank you. I'm so I'm like so, really so excited. excited for it too. I'm interested to see how the winter is going to be. Um, yeah. Well, you're in DC, right outside, so probably not much different. Yeah, but when I was here last February, it was like very windy. Oh. And it was like, I bought my first winter coat last year. Okay. So I'm like still trying to figure out winter in general. Yes. On top of the fact that it's going to be in New York City. Right. So, so Connor, my fiance, mm-hmm. is moving up here just after the wedding at the yeah. end of October. And he's a Texas boy. Oh, my goodness. Through and through. Yeah. And doesn't even own like a proper winter coat. Yeah. Right. No. So we need to get him a proper winter mm-hmm. coat and like a dress coat for yeah. his meetings. Yes. Whew. Yeah. I don't even know if my winter coat is considered a proper winter coat. I got it like... 
like marshals or something. I think if I well, bring if I bring it up though. here, if I bring it up here, I don't know if it's gonna do the trick. I mean, at this, like <laughs> some days, yeah, you just don't know if anything will. But <laughs> the good news is the spring, the summer, and the yes. fall are just yeah. beautiful. Yeah, so the beautiful. past few days have been gorgeous, except Friday when I got here and it was like fifty degrees, which is fall. It sounds fabulous. <laughs> But also, when are you thinking of making the move? Probably December. Okay. I haven't fully decided. I gave it my title in January, so there might be like a little well variation. Let but. me tell you why you should do the December. I visited New York City in December when I was in high school with mm-hmm. my mom, and we went and saw the Rockettes, and you yes. walk down Fifth Avenue, and everyone's like wearing, it feels like anyway, everyone's wearing <laughs> Santa hats, and yeah. has their Christmas bags, and, <laughs> and there's wreaths up on Fifth Avenue, yeah. and New York is so diverse mm-hmm. as far as religions and faith, yeah. and I absolutely love that about living in the city, mm-hmm. but still, it turns into like Christmas, the oh North Pole God. up here. Oh my God, so, that's so exciting. I want to bring my mom up. My grandma's yes. never really been around New York City yes. either, so... I want to bring them to see a show. Our goal right now is to see Phantom of the Opera. Okay. That's like our favorite ever. Well, that'll be easy. So, it's totally yeah. on Broadway. Um, is that one of the longest running on I think Broadway? it is the longest running. If I remember Someone's going to comment and say, Sarah yeah. Rose, learn your Broadway history. <laughs> it's okay. I will eventually. But I'm so thankful you came on. Oh, and you have had such a fabulous summer. Yes. And I mean, goals have come and they've gone. Mm-hmm. And then goals have come and then – you're still waiting to hear if you're mm-hmm. officially a rookie or not. Yes. You're moving to New York. You have so many moving parts. Yeah. For me and for our regular listeners, we know that my podcast co- is called More Than a Crown because at the end of my year as Miss USA, I had to figure out, you know, like what's next for me because mm-hmm. this was such a massive goal that yeah. I never thought it would even happen. Exactly, yeah. S- similar with you, <laughs> yes. I'm sure. Yes. And then I crowned Chesley and it, it came and it went mm-hmm. just as fast as it came. And yeah. so I had to figure out, you know, I still want to use my voice and mm-hmm. empower my following and encourage them, inspire them any way that I can. And so I've been interviewing people that have been influential in my life and you are one oh, of those. Thank you. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I have to remind myself that I'm only just about 25 years old mm-hmm. and I'm more than a crown. I'm more than that massive goal that came mm-hmm. and went. So Courtney Lynn, what are you telling yourself at the end of every day that you are more than? I am more than just a pretty face. I think that being my message, I want people, people really, really need to start realizing that you pretty and smart are not mutually exclusive anymore. That's the biggest message I want to get out there. And so you can be, you can be a, an awesome, cool working lady and still, and still come home at the end of the day and, um, just be, Awesome. I mean, I I think I I I I say that a lot, but I I just don't think women tell themselves that enough. Is that they are doing so so much. I think as women, we put so much pressure on ourselves to mm-hmm. um, be everything at one time, but we forget who we are in the process because we were people pleasers first and foremost. I feel like that people don't realize that enough. It's natural. Yeah. Um. And so. You're you're more than a pretty face. You're more than a working girl. You're more than, you know, what somebody else said you are on the street earlier that I got <laughs> when I was walking down the street. Um oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so Welcome um, to New York. <laughs> but um yeah, we just we need to be there as women, we need to be there for each other more and um really empower each other and just like that's what one of the main things I've learned with SI is that being in such a diverse culture and like especially in New York that I've realized it more is that you have to 
you have to realize who you are as a person before you can start pleasing other people. So mm. yes, you have yeah. to love yourself yeah. before you can love others and they mm-hmm. can love you. Mm-hmm. You are way more than just a pretty face. You. <laughs> you have so much substance and you're doing so much good, whether that's serving our country mm-hmm. or being on here. I'm sure many listeners and viewers have been inspired by you. So Thank where you. can they continue to follow you? Yeah. So Instagram, um, I am Courtney underscore Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E 12. Um, and then Facebook, just Courtney Lynn Smiths. Um, I don't have Twitter or anything. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I can just scratch that one off. Um, but yeah, follow me on there and try to keep up with this crazy, crazy lifestyle. Do you know when you'll know about rookies? We don't know yet. You have no idea. No idea. Okay, guys, cliffhanger. Go follow her so you can follow. And if you enjoyed the pod today, share with your friends, share on social, um, text your family any way that you can. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your sister. Yes. Your dog. Your wife. All of it. If you're a man, what? <laughs> anyway, you can subscribe so that you can get notified of the next episodes because I'm so blessed to have other amazing people like Courtney in my life and they'll be on the pod. Yes.